Justice Served with Jimmy Richardson, the 15th Circuit Court Solicitor, on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers on Talk 94.5. It is 8.37 on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers, and joining us is uh, 15th Circuit Solicitor Jimmy Richardson. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Morning. All right. Now you are out of town. You're doing uh, the uh, the daddy business, right? <laughs> yeah, y'all. I am so proud, Joshua. Uh, he um, Liz knows or has met him, but my son is uh, a junior at Clemson, and they make a big deal out of um, ring ceremonies. Yeah. So um, last night at six o'clock, they started a program. Uh, where uh, everybody got their junior ring. I said, you know, I didn't even get my college ring, um, but, you know, that was at Coastal, so they didn't make that big of a deal with it, and I needed the money. But uh, <laughs> You know, the same thing <laughs> happened to me, and I regret it. I did not get, I my, I did not get my Hofstra ring uh, from Hofstra University, and I do regret it. I still have my high school ring, though. But, you know, um, in the high school ring, I got that, but it was just so big and gaudy, and it's got that big blue. Um, you know, you never wear it That's outside. Right. You give it to your girlfriend in high school, and she puts a piece of tape around it, and and that's the most wear <laughs> it gets right. out of it. But um, but he got his he got his college ring um, last awesome. night, and um, and we're really proud. They make a big deal out of it. I I think the Citadel does too. Um, you know, but there was probably they had three different groups. Each of them, about 600 in each group, and um, it was one at 10, one at 2, and one at 6 last night, and, um, you know, they passed out all of these rings. Mm-hmm. So um, I was like, geez, if <laughs> the lights go off, I'm making a run for well, um, <laughs> all that gold. <laughs> well, you know, um, it's really uh, exciting when you when something, you know, when you have all that uh, opportunity to to brag on your your kids you know it's it's really yeah. nice and you're so proud of them and and you know it's nice that they're getting their ring early i mean it you could you at least wear it throughout your college years you know what i mean so yeah yeah, yeah so he's got he's got a he's got a little time to wear it and mm-hmm. um and we're proud of him and and if paisley if she doesn't change um i might not be having to buy her a <laughs> oh my gosh well jimmy thank you so much uh for joining us even though you're not in town but i wanted to ask you a question if maybe you can clarify a little bit about the three strikes law because um we had heard about uh joseph william bennett he pled guilty to three counts of second degree uh burglary violent it says here mm-hmm. he did a um uh he was sent to prison for a string of home burglary that happened uh, last year, I believe, or no, in 2020, around Christmas time. So um, tell us about that three strikes law, because, um, you know, this pertained to his case. Yeah. All right. So South Carolina has um, a two strikes law and a three strikes law. And the two strikes law is if you were to have a most serious offense, which would be burglary first, or um, murder, or kidnapping, rape first, any of those really, really, really bad offenses, manslaughter. Um, And then you get another one, then the second puts you in prison for life imprisonment without possibility of parole. 
Under the three strikes law, you could have a most serious offense like the ones I just named and a combination of two others, which would be serious offenses like uh, burglary second violet or, shoot, even um, breach of trust uh, where you steal a bunch of money from a company embezzlement. Uh, there's a series of statutory laws that if you get hit with three of those, then it would be life imprisonment without possibility of parole. The reason that that guy got 10 years in the way that sentence was structured instead of life imprisonment is because all of those, he pled to them at the same time. And the prosecutor lined him up so that if he ever got another strike, whether it's the most serious or serious, um, just by the fact of getting that strike, he would be there for the rest of his life. The fact that he pled to all three of them at the same time would keep him from getting them, uh, getting life without possibility of parole on that one, but anything in the future. So if he gets out and commits even another burglary second or burglary first or any of those things uh, 10 years from now, then he would get life imprisonment without possibility of parole. All right. And um, I, I was going to ask you, I, I'm trying to see if there are any other cases that are pending. But one thing I wanted to ask you is, um, you know, we had heard uh, that the owner, um, I think it was, of Bowie's on the Boulevard was involved in some sort of shooting that had happened um in the Loris or Longs Air, Highway 9 or something like that uh, a few weeks ago. Is, has there been any progress on that? I know there was a letter issued and just curious. <clears throat> so I don't know if Horry County has already um, finished their case okay. um, against him. There hasn't been any arrest made. I asked Horry County to um, send whatever they got. I asked them first to... Uh, bring in SLED to investigate and make sure that the public felt comfortable with whatever they came up with, and then to report that to the Attorney General's office. Um, I don't know. I've never been to that guy's house before, but I've met him. Um, and toward the end of, um, or like week one, uh, right after this incident, he put out a uh, Facebook, he's got a lot of followers, but basically, like any of us probably would have done or could have done, but said thank you to Horry County and the solicitor's office and everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you can read it the way I read it, that it's, uh, you know, he's, he's thanking people for doing a full investigation. But other people could read it and say, oh, God, the fix is in, all of this. Um, so... I just said, instead of having all of that, leave me out of it, leave the county police out of it, y'all report to a state agency, and let the chips fall as they may. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, once you, this is a lesson to all of us, if um, an investigation is ongoing, don't say anything good, bad, or indifferent uh, if you're the subject of the investigation, uh, because it's going to be read a hundred different ways. And uh, there's nothing wrong with it. It just, you know, in the day and age that we live in, um, when uh, when a report is done, oh, well, gosh, the fix is in. Or, mm-hmm. you know, he, he thanked this guy, and now because of the thanks, um, 
that person is um, going to rule a certain way or not rule right. a certain way. So, so it's still pending, uh, and uh, yeah. that's why you guys, uh, I guess, what do you call it? Recuse yourself from the whole recuse. Yeah, yeah, from and the whole investigation. So what'll happen is Sled will finish it up. They will mm -hmm. do a huge report and take it to Alan Wilson, and Alan Wilson will look at it and say, "You should charge." Um, that guy, or you should not charge that guy. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, they will make the call on that. Okay. If anybody has any questions, we have Jimmy uh, for a few more minutes here on the Showtime Autoglass text line, 843-798-TALK, 798-8255. Uh, Jimmy, and we're speaking with 15th Circuit Solicitor Jimmy Richardson of Ori in Georgetown County. Um, is there anything that um, locally that you have heard regarding any anti-Semitism or anything um, troublesome, any reports uh, of hate crimes or anything like that? No, Liz, nothing recently. There was um, about two years ago, some guy that was going around and throwing out anti-Jewish literature, but it didn't have anything to do with, um, with Palestine. You know, it was just um, really ugly talk but um you know at the time it was first amendment type stuff you can say i don't like um arabs or i don't like jews or i don't like um white people or black people and as unsavory as that may sound and be um you've got a right to like or dislike who you want to now you can't litter and that's what busted that guy you can't just throw the stuff out but um but, you know, sometimes people with bullhorns go out there and say things that are really offensive. Um, and uh, First Amendment, you don't just go out and arrest somebody because they're saying something that you don't like. But nobody, nothing has come from, thank goodness, okay. from this um, last go around with Hamas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that's good to know. I mean, we interviewed um, a rabbi from a local synagogue here uh, a couple of mm -hmm. weeks ago, and uh, and he has said that he has received nothing but an outpouring of support from the community and law enforcement. So that was good to hear. So that's really good. Uh, we live in a wonderful area. Yeah, we, we got do. our problems, but mm -hmm. doggone, I, I wouldn't, if I was a rat, I wouldn't live in San Francisco or any <laughs> Portland or any of those. Yeah. Places, Definitely. yeah. I would absolutely move. Maybe not come all the way to the East Coast because we're full, but mm -hmm. um, go to Texas or somewhere. But uh, <laughs> man, I wouldn't. <laughs> I've yeah. seen that bumper sticker. Um, <laughs> so uh, I wanted to ask you one more thing because actually this has happened to me, and I I did um, seek law enforcement help, uh, but I have seen this m many times uh, on the Nextdoor app that there are people that are scammed by local contractors and um, people claiming that they'll do some sort of work for you at your home and maybe you give them a deposit, they never show up. Uh, that's one kind of, of crime, I'm sure. But then there's the other that you they do show up but they do really bad work and never come back to fix it, or they don't finish the work. Now, these things have different ramifications, I've learned. Um, and so I see a lot of people on there maybe warning, hey, don't use so-and-so because this is what happened to us. I was just wondering, when do you have recourse that involves the law enforcement and when you have uh, your recourse is more of a civil 
lawsuit. Liz, if if people don't hear another thing you've said today, <clears throat> if they will just follow what you've just said, they will uh, across this area save hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, Any time that we have a building boom like we're in, um, good reputable builders that have been here for decades um, are suddenly sort of um, pushed out by everybody with a hammer Mm. coming in and uh, trying to build a house. Second, some of those guys uh, are not only not as good, but are also um, very um, fast and loose. Now, to answer your question real quickly, if a person were to go and, say, put in a pool and that you gave them a bunch of money up front and they never come back, um, that would be a lot closer to getting the police involved under something known as breach of trust. You gave them the money. They didn't steal the money. You gave it to them, but then they converted that money to do a different project or to build their own pool or converted it to their own use. Now, where it gets really complicated and um, hard for the police to get involved with a criminal aspect is when a person comes and he lays down concrete and the concrete, he does something, but the concrete just isn't up to your liking. Or the pool isn't exactly what he said it was going to be. It doesn't mean that that guy wasn't wrong and that you're right. Uh, What it means is that's civil. And that means you have to go to court. You have to sue that person. And then his insurance will have to kick in or he'll have to pay to tear up that slab or to start over. That's civil. Um, That means that we've got a disagreement in how well the work was done or um, that all of the work wasn't done. Now, where the civil could turn into criminal is if that dude is going all around Horry County doing the same little bit, turning two shovels of dirt, and then hauling butt. Because they know the law. Taking off. Right. <laughs> now, when that happens over and over, then that person loses the benefit of being able to say, well, you know, this is a civil remedy. No, you've done this four or five times to different people, and now you knew what you were doing when you did it. You so set out from should the they report it anyway? Because, you know, you need that track record of some sort for you to say, okay, this person did do this multiple times. Like, where do you register the fact that this, this person did this multiple times? You call the police, and okay. even if they don't go out and arrest the person, mm-hmm. they will write up an incident report. Okay. And... And, you know, it's tough on the police, too, because uh, they don't have access to every time that that guy's been turned in. But the word sort of gets out. And we've had that happen several times where the person was doing enough, if it was a one-time deal, yeah. to say, man, I've screwed up. But, um, you know, and this is civil, and I'm going to probably lose some money. But if they've done it 10, 12, four, five times, then it's like, oh, boy. You know, you have set out to take a person's check, do about a half day's work and, um, you know, haul butt, never come back. And that's criminal. That's breach of trust. All right. Well, Jimmy, thank you so much. Congratulations uh, with your son there and the ring ceremony. We appreciate you calling in and uh, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. All right. Thank you, sister. Y'all have a great week. 
All right, you too.